right, folks, and welcome aboard to this Wednesday night breaking news edition Philip Ward show. Now, we have entered the 709th day of slowing the spread. The Joe Unity Biden administration now has 1,061 days left for all of us to endure. It is 1106 on the East Coast, 806 on the West Coast. More importantly, it is 6.06 a.m. in the morning in Kiev, in Ukraine. I first want to say, and by the way, on a night like this, you know, the show prep you do for the program, it literally just goes all out the window. I mean, it's been nothing but, of course, Russia and invading Ukraine. And I want to sort of give you how we got to this point, why it is becoming so bad. But first and foremost, I just want to say the thoughts and the prayers of, of everyone on this program all go to the people of Ukraine right now. And, you know, we're hearing warnings that innocent people in Ukraine are going to die, are going to lo lose their lives needlessly. Why? Because of the aggression of the Russian president, Vladimir Putin. But on top of that, folks, it is also Joe Biden not learning from the former UK prime minister, Neville Chamberlain. Appeasement never, ever works. Why couldn't Joe Unity Biden implement Ronald Wilson Reagan's strategy, especially when it comes to Russia? Peace through strength. Trust but verify. Donald Trump saying to, who is it, the North Korean dictator, Kim Jong-un, saying, listen, my button works. And if you do anything to the United States, you will be met with fire and fury. We notice we never hear that kind of tough talk from any Democratic president. I wonder if Putin's invasion of Ukraine, which we're seeing, we're literally seeing explosions going off in the capital of Ukraine, in Kiev. You know, I wonder if this is all part of Barack Hussein Obama's. I'll have, tell Vlad, remember, March 26th of 2012, tell, tell Vladimir. This is, this is my last election. I'll have more flexibility after this election. I wonder if this is part of Barack Hussein Obama's flexibility. I really do, folks. Joe Unity Biden. I want to take you back now to April 1st of 2012. Joe Biden was on CBS News, defaced the nation. And remember, in the buildup to the 2012 election, on the debate stage, Barack Hussein Obama was saying to the Republican candidate, Mitt Romney, now folks, I mean, thank God Mitt Romney was never president. Look at the rhino that he turned out to be. I say that he was probably he, probably a better choice than Barack Hussein Obama, though. But Barack was saying to Mitt Romney in 2012, uh, the, the, the 80s called, and they, they want their foreign policy back when it comes to Russia, on the topic of Russia. Joe Biden was saying the same exact thing as Barack Hussein Obama. He was mocking Republicans and saying that, well, they view Russia as a major adversary. Well, I wonder how Joe Unity Biden views Russia now. And by the way, we have the quotes from Joe Unity Biden and what he has said previously about Vladimir Putin. He even compared him to Peter the Great. We have Putin's comments, you know, like I said, on a night like tonight, folks, 
everything that you prep for just goes out the window. And by the way, we're still monitoring the situation as we speak. Any updates that we get throughout the course of the program, I'll be sure to bring it to you. So we start with Lucas Tomlinson, Twitter box biography covering the Pentagon for Fox News. He writes this about an hour ago. Putin announces start of a special military operation in Ukraine. Then you have the national security correspondent for Fox News, Jennifer Griffin. By the way, I'm relying on Lucas Tomlinson and Jennifer Griffin and Trey Yanks as well because the reporting that they do, you know, regardless, I and I'm not just saying this because they're 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 Fox News. And by the way, news reporters, it's not like they're injecting their opinion in anything. They're actual straight news reporters. The news that they report on and the the facts that they give are just they're just phenomenal news reporters. They're phenomenal actual journalists. They really are great. So, Jennifer Griffin about an hour ago, quote, in apparent warning to the United States and NATO, Putin says, "Oh, by the way, right now, um the UN Security Actually, I think they just wrapped up a uh, an emergency meeting." As far as the UN and 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 NATO and the UN folks, I look at the and I'm like, what what really do the UN and NATO bring? I mean, there's got to be, and you would like to think that it's the United States, right? Who is the because yeah, every every country's supposed to be equal. By the way, when it comes to NATO, we pay for almost all of it. You would like to think that the United States is is not to sound arrogant, but we're sort of above. The other countries, we pay for all of NATO anyway. We should have the final say, the the most important decision, the the deciding vote, if you like. That should be granted to the United States. And by the way, on the topic of NATO, because Vladimir Putin of Russia has always said that he's nervous of Ukraine joining NATO. Well, folks, let me give you, because NATO is 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 made up of 30 different countries. Listen to this, because you'll hear a name that ain't there, folks. Albania, Belgium, Bulgaria, Canada, Croatia, Czech Republic, Denmark, Estonia, France, Germany, Greece, Hungary, Iceland, Italy, Latvia, Lithuania, Luxembourg, Montenegro, the Netherlands, North Macedonia, Norway, Poland, Portugal, Romania, Slovakia, Slovenia, Spain, Turkey, the UK, and the United States. Now, I must be missing something here because I don't see Ukraine in NATO. And and I don't think that that there's any, you know, th- th- indication that at some point in time Ukraine is going to join NATO. And folks, my heart breaks for the innocent people who are trapped in 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 Kiev and 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 in Lugansk and in Donetsk right now and are having to deal you know, with, with with this invasion of by Russia but folks the Ukrainian government they are by no means angels at all and I'm not condoning anything that Vladimir Putin is doing in fact I'm condemning every single thing that Vladimir Putin is doing Vladimir Putin Barack Hussein Obama was right he's a bully he's a villain but they don't stand up to him they haven't done a single thing appeasement has been their policy towards Vladimir Putin. Don't believe me, folks. We have all the facts in front of us. And I also wanted to mention this too, because the RNC put this out on January 31st, quote, Biden's 
Putin appeasement. The Biden administration claimed, and this was the Biden Pentagon spokesman, John Kirby, on Jan and this video actually came out on January 27th. John Kirby says that the Biden administration has been watching the Russian buildup for months. Doesn't this sound exactly like Afghanistan and the Taliban coming through, wiping out all the cities, then finally taking Kabul? The, the generals were saying, the military personnel were saying to Joe Unity Biden, you might want to do something about the Taliban taking over Afghanistan because they're soon going to have the whole entire country. And Joe got on the phone, called the then president of Afghanistan, Ghani, and was saying, well, you got to make sure, even though, if even if you are losing the war, you just have to make sure that the optics, that the visuals look like you're not. That's what Joe was concerned about, rather than what was actually happening on the ground. So, he was warned about that. John Kirby is saying here, because it is now what? February 23rd. And Kirby was saying last month, well, we've been watching the Russian buildup for months. Really? And on top of that, Vladimir Putin was warning about this. I have the letter that he wrote July 12th of last year. He's been warning and saying that this was coming. So the RNC writes, what has Joe actually done while watching Russia prepare for an invasion? Vehemently opposing sanctions on Vladimir Putin's Nord Stream 2 pipeline? In just a matter of months... Biden waived sanctions. Remember, now we're hearing about, you know, we had the sanctions and now what? Are we, there's going to be more sanctions. I mean, is that the way out of this? We don't. I've spoken to you before about how Vladimir Putin feels about the sanctions. He, quote, doesn't give a blank about sanctions. That's the Russian ambassador saying that about Vladimir Putin. So in a matter of months, Biden waived sanctions. Remember Nord Stream 2 and the pipeline and Russia's pipeline. But when it comes to Keystone XL, nope. Biden wiped it out here in the United States. Wiped out 11,000 American jobs. But Biden, when it comes to Russia, waived sanctions. Cementing Europe's dependence on Russian gas. Giving Vladimir Putin the green light to invade Ukraine. Now, Biden's excuse for his weakness... Well, he insisted that sanctions supported by the overwhelming majority of our European partners were counterproductive. When Republicans tried to stop Biden's appeasement of Putin, Senate Democrats effectively filibustered sanctions. You know, the filibuster, the relic of the Jim Crow era, and it's so racist, right? Even though in 2020, the Democratic Party literally used the filibuster 327 times, even filibustered this filibustered sanctions at the aggressive urging of the Biden administration. Well, now Biden himself has admitted that there is a distinct possibility that Russia invades Ukraine. Well, guess what, folks? Tonight, we are seeing it take place. An hour ago, in an apparent warning to the United States and NATO, by the way, the way that Jennifer Griffin categorizes the United States and NATO, again, Vladimir Putin was direct, make no mistake, folks, Vladimir Putin was directly speaking to the United States when he said this, and this was on, on, on Russian television as well, quote, this is an exact quote from Putin about an hour ago, a couple of words for those who would be tempted to intervene, 
hmm, again, like the United States, maybe. And and folks, I, I can't tell you that there's a correct decision. I don't even know if my mind's made up about this. On one, one part of me feels as though we, we, we can't have Vladimir Putin just invading another country or maybe joe considers this a minor incursion and as he was saying yeah this is the minor incursion is one thing but an invasion oh no no oh we can't have that this is not a minor incursion folks this is a full-scale invasion of ukraine this is vladimir putin trying to annex ukraine he wants to take the whole country and again once you appease uh 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 dictator like Putin, i.e. go back to Adolf Hitler and how Neville Chamberlain decided, oh, peace, okay, you can have the Sudetenland, Hitler. Well, guess what? He didn't stop there. Folks, history repeats itself. And that's a scary thought tonight. And I would feel a whole lot better if we had a president that was actually competent. Folks, elections have consequences. We now have to deal with Russia with Vladimir Putin, with an emboldened Vladimir Putin. And look at our president, folks. What is our president doing right now? He is sleeping. He is sound asleep in his bed. Right before the program started tonight, folks, we had a tweet come out from Joe Unity Biden. I don't believe that it came from Joe Biden. I really don't. So anyway, so Putin's saying this. A couple of words for those who would be tempted to intervene. Russia will respond immediately and you will have consequences that you never have had before in your history. That's what Putin is warning tonight. And where's Joe Unity? Sound asleep. Even Donald Trump. I was watching Donald Trump right before the show started here. He was on Fox News. Even Donald Trump is out there speaking. Donald Trump is wide awake right now. Gee, I sure wish he was president. And notice, folks, notice something. Why didn't Vladimir Putin do anything at all for four years while Donald Trump was president of the United States? Didn't move a muscle. Did nothing. Was as quiet as a church mouse. 2014, he acted when it was Barack Hussein Obama and Joe Biden. Now, in 2022, he's acting again. And it's the same guy who's involved, the same people, all of them. Susan Rice, Jake Sullivan, Jen Psaki, pick a name, folks. They're all still there. Jennifer Griffin, about a half hour ago. U.S. official tells me right now we are seeing the pre-assault fires. Expect this to go on for a few hours. Land attack to follow with all of the full forces Putin has arrayed. Um, explosives heard in Kiev, Odessa, Maripol, quote, it's begun. Trey Yanks, who's a uh, foreign correspondent for Fox News, saying, quote, Kiev is quiet right now. This was at 845. Kiev is quiet right now. Not a single car on the road when I walked outside. There are millions of innocent civilians who, uh, who do not want conflict and then he says one of the truest statements ever there are no winners in war about an hour ago 10:09 p.m quote explosions in kiev now that has been echoed by cbs news tweeting explosions have been heard in the in the ukrainian cities of kiev and kharkiv in what is likely to be the beginning of a full scale 
Russian invasion. ABC News as well has the video, has the audio behind it all. Explosions heard in the distance before sunrise in Kiev. Now, this is uh, Caitlin Collins of Propaganda News, CNN, tweeting, President Putin has chosen a premeditated war that will bring a catastrophic loss of life and human suffering. That's a new statement, I guess, from Joe Unity Biden about a half hour ago. He will speak tomorrow morning. Why not tonight? That's what I want to know. Joe can't speak tonight, folks. He's not up to it. He hasn't had his ice cream. He's already been tucked into Betty. Bye. Quote, tonight, Jill and I are praying for the brave and proud people of Ukraine. Then just before we came on the air, here's Joe Biden from his official uh, POTUS Twitter account. Russia alone is responsible for the death and destruction this attack will bring. Yeah, no kidding, Joe. And the United States and its allies and partners will respond in a united and decisive way. The world will hold Russia accountable, he says. So, I mean, hey, Joe, so is, Ru so is Russia our adversary then? Because it was Joe Biden who was mocking Republicans and was saying they act like Russia's our adversary. Let me tell you, folks, let's take a trip down memory lane. And I'll explain to you, in 2001, what Joe Unity Biden was saying about Vladimir Putin. Quote, he's, I'm amazed by how far Putin has moved towards the West. He even compared him to Peter the Great. One year on from that, 20, 2002, Biden about Putin. Quote, oh, they're, they're moving toward greater acceptance of the rule of law free trade, and a market economy, he says. Fast forward, 2019, Joe Biden. Well, I'm, I'm running for president because my age and my wisdom would command the respect of Putin. Really? Think about all of this, folks, in context of what we're seeing right now happening in Kiev, happening all throughout Ukraine. Remember 2019 again, quote, this, again, folks, this is Joe Unity Biden in his own words three years ago. Putin knows that when I am president of the United States, his days of tyranny and trying to intimidate the United States and those in Eastern Europe are over. Oh, what is it really, Joe? In Eastern Europe? Oh, I don't know, kind of like Ukraine. Right, Joe? Two years ago in 2020, quote, again, Joe Unity I've gone head-to-head -head with Putin. I've made it clear to him we're not going to take any of his stuff. He says it. We're not going to take any of Putin's stuff. Really, Joe? And then remember, folks, two days and two years ago, quote, Vladimir Putin doesn't want me to be president. He doesn't want me to be our nominee. If you're wondering why, uh, it's because I'm the only person in this field who's ever gone toe-to-toe -to -toe with him. When, Joe? When have you gone toe-to-toe -to -toe with Vladimir Putin? Because now's a chance to go toe-to-toe -to -toe with Vladimir Putin. What's Joe doing? At this hour, folks, he's gone. He's sleeping. Now, now, as far as the topic of Putin goes, what he's been doing. Again, this isn't like this isn't any news. 
We, we, we shouldn't be in a situation right now where we're once again embarrassed on the world stage where we have, again, an incompetent president who is gone mentally, cognitively, forget about it. He is so checked out. Literally, what did he say yesterday? Refer to the uh, energy secretary, secretary, Jennifer Granholm, as Governor Granholm. Oh, no, 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 I meant senator. Oh, no, no, uh, oh, she was my governor. No. She's the energy secretary. And remember, that's the same woman who was laughing and was saying, well, we can't we can't lower gas prices because, as you know, there's a cartel on oil and it's OPEC and OPEC plus. Really? When again, Texas, Oklahoma, Colorado, California, New Mexico, all these different states have oil. We don't need to import oil from anywhere. So remember. On Monday, headline, Putin orders troops to keep peace after recognizing two breakaway Ukrainian regions. So, remember, this was on Monday now. Russian President Vladimir Putin ordered troops into eastern Ukraine to perform peacekeeping... Look, again, you know how this guy operates. It's, it's, it's peacekeeping functions, he was saying, into breakaway pro-Moscow enclaves he had uh, earlier recognized as independent states. The decree signed by Putin, granting full rec uh, recognition to the Donetsk People's Republic and Lugansk People's Republic, did not make clear when the peacekeeping functions would begin, nor did it say whether Russian forces were authorized to cross the so-called line of contact, separating rebel-held uh, territory in the Donetsk and Lugansk region from areas controlled by the Kiev government and the, the Russian uh, separatists there as well. The decree following that televised speech from Putin on Monday, where again, I mean, he was even criticizing Lenin, you know, and Khrushchev as well, um, where he was saying that again, Putin was saying Ukraine is not a standalone nation. They're an integral part of Russia. Literally was saying modern Ukraine was entirely created by Russia. More precisely, Bolshevik, communist Russia. Saying the Soviet leaders, again, going back to Lenin, that he'd erred by giving in to nationalists. Quote, why did we have to be so generous and then give these republics the right to leave, he said. And again, remember, the way, folks, why, everyone wants to know, why is Vladimir Putin invading Ukraine? Folks, it's because Joe Biden is weak. Joe Biden has refused to do anything at all except put sanctions on, which again, Vladimir Putin says he doesn't give a blank about sanctions. That's one of the reasons. The other reason that Vladimir Putin is invading Ukraine is because Vladimir Putin is KGB USSR. Vladimir Putin feels as though Ukraine is not its separate, not an independent country. Remember, they only got their independence in 1991. Vladimir Putin believes that Ukraine is still part of Russia. How do I know that, folks? Because he's told the whole world. It is public knowledge. So how, as the United States of America, with a President Joe Unity Biden, how are we so unprepared for this? Putin also noted that Ukrainians had demolished statues of Lenin. And Putin was saying uh, he called Ukraine the uh, author and architect after the fall of communism. This is what they call decommunization. Do you want decommunization? Well, that suits us just fine. We are ready to show you what real decommunization means for Ukraine.
Remember, he called uh, the Kiev government a uh, cessation, uh, cessation of hostilities, right? All responsibility for the possible continuation of the bloodshed will be entirely on the conscience of the regime ruling on the territory of Ukraine. Now, folks, that was on Monday. If you go back to July 12th of last year, Vladimir Putin wrote an article. It was distributed by the Kremlin, the state government of Russia, and was saying, I would like to emphasize that the wall that has emerged in recent years between Russia and Ukraine, between the parts of what is essentially the same historical and spiritual space, to my mind, is our great common misfortune and tragedy. First and foremost, the consequences of our own actions made at different periods of time but these are also the result of deliberate efforts by those forces that have always sought to undermine our unity. The formula that uh, they apply has, has been known from time immemorial, divide and rule. And again, and Putin goes on, Russians, Ukrainian, um, Belarusians are all descendants of ancient Rus, ancient Russia, which was the largest state in Europe. And then he says, you know, inside the USSR, Borders between republics were never seen as state borders. They were nominal within a single country, which, while featuring all the attributes of a federation, was highly centralized. This, again, was secured by the CPSU's leading role. Again, the Communist Party of the Soviet Union. He says, but in 1991, again, remember, when Ukraine gained independence, all these territories, which, more important, people found themselves abroad overnight, taken away. This time, indeed, from their historical motherland, folks. He's literally saying Ukraine is part of... He's, well, he's literally warning all of us about it, that, that, that this is what he was going to do. It was, it, folks, it was always coming. I wonder, though, if Joe Unity Biden thought that Vladimir Putin was bluffing the entire time. There has to be an explanation as to why we're so unprepared for this. He says, I'm confident the true sovereignty of Ukraine is possible only in partnership with Russia. And folks, you know that there is no partnership with Ukraine and Russia. This is a full-scale invasion. And where's Joe Biden? Joe Biden is sound asleep. Back in July, again, these words may be perceived by some people with hostility. They can be interpreted in many possible ways, yet many people will hear me. And I will say one thing, Russia has never been and will never be anti-Ukraine. Think about that as what Vladimir Putin is doing as we speak, folks. As he's invading Ukraine, he says, Russia has never been and will never be anti-Ukraine. And what Ukraine will be, it is up to its citizens to decide. You know what that means, folks? That means surrender. Surrender your country to me because you used to be part of Russia and now you need to be part of Russia again. So, how has Joe Unity Biden responded? On Monday, I've signed an executive order to deny Russia the chance to profit from its blatant violations of international law. We are continuing to closely consult with allies and partners, including Ukraine, on next steps. And what did, what did Kamala Harris say on Monday night? I mean, uh, listen, guys. We're talking about the potential for war in Europe. I mean, I mean, let's really take a moment to, to understand the significance of what we're talking about. It's been over 70 years. There's been peace 
and security, she says. A woman that has no idea what she's doing. None at all. The incompetence of this administration is astonishing to me. The UN Secretary General, like I said, the UN Security Council just had a, a, a security emergency uh, emergency meeting. Uh, the UN Secretary General, Antonio Gutierrez, sending message to Putin. Here you go. Here's here's Antonio Gutierrez, John Lennon, if you will. Stop your troops from attacking Ukraine. Give peace a chance. All we are saying, give peace a chance. Who's this guy? John Lennon? And by the way, as far as Americans go and how they feel about Russia and Ukraine, this is in the AP, by the way. Just 26% of Americans say the U.S. should play a major role in the Russia-Ukraine conflict. Over about three quarters of the American people are saying, we want no part of this at all. Why would we play any major role in what's going on with Russia and Ukraine? And again, remember, folks, this, this, it, it, it's all self-inflicted. This did not have to come to this point. Now, 2014, Barack Hussein Obama, headline in The Guardian, no Cold War over Crimea. Now, Obama had no intention of being drawn into rash action or any kind of dangerous confrontation with Putin over Ukraine. Quote, uh, this is this is not another Cold War that 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 we're entering into. The United States and and, and NATO no uh, do, do not seek uh, any any conflict with Russia. Now it's not time. Now is not the time for bluster. There are no easy answers and no military solution. He says again, folks. I wonder if it's part of of Barack Obama telling the former. Oh, it was on ambassador. That's not my fault, by the way. It was the former Russian president. Medvedev, uh, tell Vladimir, this is my last election. I'll, I'll have more flexibility uh, af after the election. Literally, March 26, 2012 was saying that. Jen Sutton, now, yesterday, here's, <laughs> here's how, how extremely wonderful and helpful our White House press secretary, Jen Circleback Saki is. Yesterday, how about this, right? Saki confirms Biden-Putin meeting, hmm, off the table. Oh, that now, okay. Now we really got, remember that was yesterday. How did Putin respond today to that? Now, Donald J. Trump, former president of the United States, unless you haven't heard, was on Fox News just a, a, a short time ago and was saying, quote, this would not have happened during my administration. It didn't for a very good reason. And I'll explain that to you someday he says i don't think he's as far as joe biden goes i don't think he's monitoring the situation i think he's probably sleeping right now and how oh how about this folks this was msdnc earlier today quote by the way maddow blog rachel maddow right is i thought she was off msdnc i'm not sure i thought we haven't seen her for a long time why didn't russia invade ukraine during trump's term listen to this how the media want to spin it why didn't Russia invade Ukraine during Trump's term? Perhaps because Putin was so pleased to see Trump pursuing goals in line with Moscow's agenda. What goals would that be? 
is it, it and, and I'm sure and I ain't gonna read the article, folks. I'm not gonna subject you to that on this what can only be described as a very dark and scary night, obviously for Ukraine. And again, once again, I would just want to reiterate the thoughts and prayers of everyone on this program are with the people, the innocent civilians in Ukraine right now. But they say, well, it's because Trump was pursuing goals in line with Moscow's agenda. Like what? Like being tough on NATO and the 29 other countries in NATO and daring to say, you people need to start paying your fair share. We're not the police of the entire world. Why do we have to protect the entire world? They said, oh, yeah, it was because Trump was, oh, remember for four years, right? I thought it was because Donald Trump, because Vladimir Putin helped him win the election, right? Even though now we know, and a lot of conservatives have been reporting on this for years now, that it was, oh, Hillary Rodden Clinton who was colluding with Russia, who wanted to stir up a scandal, vilifying Trump, connecting him with Russia. Why? So that she could win the election. Um... By the way, Max Sedan um, is his name. Moscow Bureau Chief for the uh, Financial Times publication out of London. Now, he tweeted earlier today because the president of Ukraine, Zelensky, and he gives this address, folks, in actually in Russian, and was saying this. Today, I initiated a phone conversation with the president of the Russian Federation. The result? Silence. Although it's the Donbass where they should be silenced. He says, we are divided by a shared border of more than 2,000 kilometers. Almost 200,000 of your troops and thousands of military vehicles are standing alongside it. Your leadership has ordered them to move forward onto another country's territory. This step could be the start of a big war on the European continent. The whole world is talking about what could happen any day now. Any provocation, any flare-up, one that could burn everything. This is Zelensky now in response to Putin. They're telling you that this flame will liberate the people of Ukraine. But the Ukrainian people are free. They remember their past and are building their future. Ukraine on your TV news and the real Ukraine are two totally different countries. He says, ours is real. The government of Ukraine wants peace. It's doing everything it can. We're not alone. That's true. Lots of countries support Ukraine because this isn't about peace at any price. It's about peace, principles, justice, international law, the right to determine your own future. And folks, you know, Zelensky, the Ukrainian president, is saying all of this while he threw the opposition guy in jail. So that's where Zelensky's at, folks. Don't think again that you, the Ukrainian politicians are angels by any means. Also, remember, Marie, you wonder why Joe's so invested in Ukraine, right? Hmm. Wasn't it Hunter Biden who was getting paid $83,000 by Burisma Holdings and Ukraine and their corrupt former president, Poroshenko, right? And then Joe Unity Biden goes over to Ukraine and says, well, you got six hours to fire the prosecutor, Victor Shokin, who's looking into Burisma and, and, and the board and how my son Hunter Biden is getting paid all this money. I got $6 billion tax-paying or a billion taxpaying dollars, you got six hours. Fire that prosecutor, you're not getting it. You know, 
literally leveraging Ukraine and saying, yep, yeah, I don't know, blackmailing them. Yeah, I, I got this money, but you're not going to get it unless Victor Shokin, prosecutor, is out, right? So, again, the Ukrainian government is not angels at all, folks. Um, but Zelensky, I do respect what Zelensky's trying to do here, trying to rally his people. Um, he says, this is about society's right to be safe and people's rights to live without threats. This is all important for us and for the world. I know for sure that this is important for you too. He says, quote, nothing's ever enough in a war, but there's more than enough pain, dirt, and death. Tens of thousands of deaths. They're telling you that Ukraine could be a threat for Russia. That never happened in the past. It's not and won't happen in the future. And Jennifer Griffin, um, about, what, two hours ago now? Many underestimated President Zelensky, the former late-night comedian. He is no Ashraf Ghani. Remember the former president of Afghanistan that got out of Dodge as soon as he could. Folks, when he knew that the Taliban was going to take over Kabul, she says he did not run. He delivered a dignified speech to rally his nation to fight for their freedom. Astonishing. And like I said, folks, you know, on this very, very dark night, I don't know what's going to happen. I think a lot of people don't know what's going to happen. The only thing that, folks, that I can do right now is, is pray and I would encourage you as well, pray for the people of Ukraine that are getting wrapped up into this. Why? Because of Vladimir Putin's aggression. Because Joe Biden has shown no strong leadership, no wanting to govern, no wanting to be a strong leader at all. Doesn't want to follow Ronald Reagan's peace through strength policy. None of that at all, folks. So my heart breaks for, for the innocent civilians in Ukraine tonight. And our, our thoughts and our prayers are, are very much with them uh so folks you know um thank you as always for listening to the program uh we're gonna follow this story as it continues i mean it's the only thing that, that people are going to be talking about tonight only thing that people are going to be talking about tomorrow probably through the entire weekend um so you know and and and, and we're going to keep going folks we're going to keep going um on it as well so we have entered the 709th day of slowing the spread the joe unity biden administration now has 1,061 days left for all of us to endure. Thoughts and prayers are with the civilians, the, uh, the people of Ukraine. 